Hello, and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1950. The topic is nutrition, and the title is How to Lose 100 Pounds the Wrong Way. So I was watching a YouTube video the other day. I tend to watch YouTube videos when I uh, eat food. So either a training video, nutrition video, something that's educational and interesting. I was watching Will Tennyson's YouTube channel. It kind of popped up. So if you want to watch the video I'm talking about, his name is Will, W-I-L-L. Last name is T-E-N-N-Y-S-O-N. So he interviews fitness people. And he was doing a day in the life with a guy who is aiming to lose 100 pounds in a year. Now, the guy's actually way ahead. He has lost 90 pounds in five months. That's a lot. So I have done some big weight loss challenges myself. Most notably, I've lost 50 pounds in eight weeks. So in two months, I've lost 50 pounds before. I've actually lost 50 pounds two other times in 10-week goals. So I did a 10-week, tried it again for another 10-week, thought I could maybe do it in eight, and I did. So those are kind of some big challenges I've done. I've also done uh, 70 pounds in 10 months, which sounds like a long time frame. <laughs> uh, you know, five more months just for 20 more pounds. But it was because I was, at that time, working, gosh, I don't know, 70, 80 plus hours a week with the gym and training clients. So I needed to have a caloric deficit to lose the weight, but I didn't want to have too much of a deficit that I was getting crushed and didn't have the energy for that. So that one was a little bit of a slower loss, but it was still a pretty significant amount. So I've had my fair share of dieting experiences for myself, and I've also helped a gajillion of clients <laughs> uh, lose weight in different chunks. Sometimes people will get into uh, some kind of contest or they'll have a way to like win money if they lose a certain amount of weight in a certain amount of time and we'll do that. Uh, sometimes people have to get ready for surgeries and they're overweight for the surgery. They have a deadline they have to lose weight for. There's a lot of things, you know, family, vacations, uh, weddings, things like that. So people are often motivated to lose a lot of weight by a certain amount of time. Those are examples. Now, with this client, uh, well, not with this client, with this video, I want to read through what this person is doing each day to try to lose 100 pounds. They wake up at 6.30 in the morning. They do an hour of fasted cardio from 7 to 8 a.m. Now, some of the time frames here, I'm kind of guesstimating a little bit because he didn't give exact times in the videos, but I'm guesstimating based on the fact that he does actually have to have a real job, <laughs> so he does have to work somewhere in the day, and you'll hear what I mean here in a second. But they do an hour of fasted cardio, 15% incline, and just walk for an hour on the treadmill. Then a 20-minute small workout where he'll do abs or some kind of stretching or some small muscle group. Then from 9 to 5, he kind of has his job, and throughout then, he fits in four meals throughout the day. Then at 5, he has a one-hour weight training workout. He then goes home, has two more meals, comes back to the gym for a third time, does nighttime cardio, which is another one hour of walking at 15% incline, followed by another 20-minute small workout. He'll then have his last meal, and be in bed around 10, 30, 11 o'clock. 
So that is absolutely insane. Spending three and a half hours in the gym, uh, roughly probably four actually by the time you consider little transitional times, four would be a very short uh, kind of guesstimation, probably more like four and a half. But he's spending four hours in the gym. And I'll tell you right now, and I'll tell you through the rest of the podcast, that is 100% unnecessary. 100% unnecessary. So when I was listening to this, and I was kind of watching the video, there was a huge red flag that came up that I wanted to highlight in today's video. In the first meal, after the one hour of cardio and the small workout, they were eating breakfast. And it was like toast with guacamole, eggs, uh, some tomatoes, and nothing was really measured out. And Will, the guy who's running the channel, not the guy losing the weight, asked him, well, you know, what's, what's, how many calories is this breakfast or, or how many grams of protein is this? The guy being interviewed kind of smirked and looked into the camera and said, I don't count calories. And it was like, this attitude of like a badge of honor, like, I don't count calories, you know, I'm not weak, I don't need to do that. It was that kind of that, that kind of opinion. And immediately I was like, you're a moron. <laughs> now that's pretty offensive, I'm sure. If he was in the room, I would have said it a lot different. But I just can't believe that somebody would work this hard and not count their calories. The reason why is it is incredibly, insanely inefficient. What they're doing is so much more than they need to be doing. Because one of the reasons could be they're not counting calories. By not counting calories, by just pushing his intensity, eating what he believes to be healthy food, and he does actually eat what would be considered healthy food, uh, but by not counting it all, not tracking it all, he just goes and puts in effort, weighs himself, and if the weight's not going the way he wants, he puts in more effort or he, he eats less food. Well, that is a marker of progress. But as anyone who's ever weighed themselves, your weight fluctuates quite a bit. And there are a ridiculous amount of inefficiencies and issues when you diet without counting calories or without controlling your food volume in some way, via measurements or point system or something. Golly, there's just got to be something that regulates your food. The reason why is, number one, it's extremely inefficient. So he's doing a lot of caloric expenditure. He's burning a lot of calories. The whole point of him doing the walking on the treadmill for two hours at 15% incline every day is just to get his step count up to burn some calories. Steady state cardio is incredibly inefficient. Just ridiculous. A ridiculously inefficient waste of time. Uh, steady state cardio very rarely is put into any program until somebody is trying to cut weight and then you'll see it most often in like professionals videos uh, because they typically will have hormonal support, aka steroids, whatever you want to call it. They're going to have some kind of hormonal support for thyroid and hormones like testosterone, estrogen, and whatnot. If you do a lot of steady state cardio like this person is doing without the hormonal support, now I don't know if the person's on you know steroids or not. Um, 
I'm not even going to take a stab at a guess at it because I don't know. <laughs> uh, certainly not going to accuse somebody of something if I don't know what it's you know true or not true. And uh, but the without the protection, the thyroid protection, without the hormonal protection, fasted cardio and excessively that much cardio can start to really, 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 really mess up your hormones. You're expending all these calories and you don't know what you're putting back in. If he's not at least consuming his basal metabolic rate of calories per day, his body is going to reduce the number of calories it actually uses throughout the day as a means of surviving the process. So therefore his calories will his his body will reduce the calories it's using per day, which makes it harder for him to create a caloric deficit over time. So he's actually making it harder for himself to lose weight in the future if he's under consuming his basal metabolic rate, which is like kind of the amount of calories we need every day just for our organs to function and to be alive. So Basal metabolic rate, there's a lot of other terms for it, is resting metabolic rate is a more kind of easier to understand term, <laughs> uh, is if you are alive and laying in bed with your eyes closed, that's how many calories you need just to stay functioning and stay alive, is your basal metabolic rate or your resting metabolic rate. Once you get up and start moving, you burn more calories. Once you open your eyes, your body has to process the visual stimulus. It's burning more calories. So daily movement burns calories. Um, any kind of extra exercise you do obviously burns extra calories. There's a thing called thermic effect of food, which is actually we burn calories to break down food to get the calories from food. So that's actually kind of an interesting process. There's a lot of components when it comes to uh, what contributes to caloric usage per day. And if we are consuming less than our basal metabolic rate, your body will start to adjust its basal metabolic rate. It'll start to try to learn how to adapt and live off of less calories. Therefore, if you're trying to create a deficit, the body's trying to lower the calories it needs, you're actually fighting against each other. So it's inefficient in many ways. Number one is he's doing all the steady state cardio and maybe he doesn't need to be. And I'll tell you right now, he doesn't need to be. <laughs> so when I've done my major diets, the most time I ever spent doing steady state cardio uh, would have been, I think it was like 30 to 40 minute session once a day. And I've helped tons of clients do this in a bunch of different ways. And I've helped so many of them and we never did any steady state cardio at all. I've helped clients get on like pro, like get pro cards in aesthetic sports, get down to, you know, sub 5% body fat. And we maybe went for three 20-minute walks a week. We might have done high-intensity interval cardio, so maybe 20 minutes of intervals. But there's no way in the hell I'm going to put them for an hour of fasted cardio. It's completely unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. So if you're trying to lose weight, but you're not counting calories, I, I would suggest not doing that <laughs> because your process can be very inefficient. You don't know exactly what you're getting from all the things you're doing versus what you're eating, and it's just kind of a whole lot of like shot in the dark. The second reason why is your body will cheat for you. It absolutely 100% will cheat for you. It'll start to make subtle adjustments. So if you're putting sauces on food, all of a sudden you'll start adding a little bit more. If you're eyeballing measurements, so for example, the guacamole he's having on his toast in the morning, He'll slowly start adding more guacamole. Anybody who's ever dieted and included peanut butter in their diet, 
their eyes just lit up right away because they now know exactly what I'm about to say, is if you don't measure peanut butter, all of a sudden your two tablespoons turns into half a damn jar on a spoon. <laughs> you will start to overeat your foods. The body is really good at surviving. The body is really good at fighting that metabolic reduction process. So you'll start eyeballing, like you'll, you'll start eating a little bit more food here or there, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Your cardio intensity will lessen. So if you're not on a device where he knows, for example, he's at 15% incline, maybe you know 3.0 speed, he can't mess that up. But if you're walking outside, your walks will start to get a little sluggish, a little slower. There are all these small little nuances that will add up that reduce caloric usage and or increase caloric intake without you knowing. It's slow, but it does happen. The third reason why it is not good, not suggested, to try to lose weight without counting calories is it can cause underlying issues. If you are not on hormonal support, you will lose muscle tissue. If you have too severe of a caloric deficit, 100%, you may lose bone density if you don't maintain a proper amount of weight training. You can have vitamin and mineral deficiencies due to the reduction of food intake and especially the increase of activity. Can you imagine his electrolyte balance? Golly, from three hours of, in the, like four hours of in the gym training. And as I said, your body will start to adjust uh, its metabolic usage and you will start to have thyroid and hormone problems. Now what's interesting is, is through the process, he ate healthy foods. He ate quote unquote healthy food, but that is not enough. Over time, what you need to do does need to be refined and to be more precise. When you're just getting started with any kind of fitness journey, any kind of health journey, any financial journey, I mean, gosh, if you want to save money, just start, you know, whatever it might be, the typical advice you hear is just start. So if you're just getting started with fat loss, just start, do something, do anything. That's 100% true, yes. <laughs> you have to have momentum to then guide that momentum. We don't want paralysis by analysis. We don't want to try to find the perfect approach. Therefore, we never actually start the approach. So you do want to start, but you want to start smart <laughs> or get smart along the way. Try to not only start, but try to start with what you think is best. And actually, it's probably a better idea for you to get to what somebody else knows is best, not what you think you've never done it before or you haven't done it successfully before. So probably want to get to somebody who has done it successfully. If you've already started but you've plateaued, this podcast could explain some of the reasons why. If you're not tracking calories, if you're not tracking protein, if you were to say, well, I eat the same food every day, bullshit, you slowly will not. I promise you. You'll slowly consuming more things with weird measurements. You'll start fudging this, fudging that. All of a sudden, things aren't quite the same you thought they were. You're grazing a little bit here. You're skipping a little bit of protein, adding a little more carbs and fats. Things change. So if you say, I'm just eating the same thing every day. If you believe that to be true, at least measure and track what you do one day per week. You'll be surprised. If you were to track one day per week, within four weeks, how different that day looks. 
it will surprise you. The previous client, like I had a client who was actually similar to this, is they were doing three hours in the gym. They were doing fasted cardio, an hour of weight training, then an hour of cardio at the end of the day. They had lost some weight, everything was plateaued, everything was crap, they weren't making any progress, they had run through every trainer at that gym, they had gone to see specialists to get hormones and everything else checked out. They found me through a friend of a friend, and I asked them, I said, what have you been doing? They told me everything they've been doing, everything they've been eating, all the activity they've been doing, and I said, I, w I will work with you, however, I will only work with you if you take the next month completely off from the gym. And they go, what? <laughs> you know? And I was like, I can't work with you. Like, your body's, like, damn near dead. I don't know how you're standing here. Your metabolic rate has adapted and is so damn poor that there's nothing to work with. So you need to eat more food, and you need to stop going to the gym. If you decide to do that for one month, eat more food. I gave him the amount of food. I said, don't go to the gym. Don't, like, go for walks and stuff, but don't, stop going to the gym for a month, and then I'll work with you. Well, they actually did because they were that damn desperate. <laughs> uh, they had really gone through everything. When they came back, I had them doing one hour of weight training a day and then one like kind of 20-minute walk outside some other time of the day. And they started making progress again. They actually started making progress by doing over less than half of what they were doing before. Less was more. Because in the less that we were doing, we were doing more accurate stuff. We were doing better with what we were doing. We didn't even need more of it. And that's a great example. So when I see this video, what makes me kind of fearful is that if somebody is severely overweight and they would like to lose 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 pounds, they could watch this video and think, well, I'm going to do the same thing. Please don't. For the love of God, you do not need to spend four hours in the gym every day. No. <laughs> and just eating healthy, quote unquote, is not enough. If you track your calories and your protein and your timing, trying to spread that stuff out throughout the day as evenly as you can, you will have so much less that you have to actually do. You won't need to do two hours of steady state cardio a day. The weight training is a great idea, so I would definitely do the weight training. But you'll have so much more efficiency in what you do that you won't need to do as much. So I thought that was fun to share, talk through a little bit. If you have any questions, if you need anything, you can always reach out. If you go to our website, www.brutalirongym.com, we have a free nutrition education page. You can click on the first document on that page, and it'll teach you how to set the calories, protein, and timing that's best for you. You can also sign up for our one-on-one -on -one services. We have nutrition coaching. We have nutrition and training coaching. I also just have consultations where I'll meet with somebody for an hour, tell you what they need to do, and you can take it from there. There's a lot of options. So you can check out those service options and the free information we have all on the website, www.brutalirongym.com. Okay. Well, if you like the podcast, please share the podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on our website. Also, if you like the information we share in the podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Gym. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.